Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to the High Velocity Radio Show, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Tax Goddess Business Services, the Tax Goddess herself, Miss Shauna. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. How are you? I am doing well and really been looking forward to this conversation. I got a ton of questions. I I, I know we're not going to get to them all, but I think a great place to start is if you could share with me and our listening audience mission, purpose, what are you, what are you really out there trying to do for folks, Shauna? You got it. So specifically for business owners and entrepreneurs, reduce their taxes to the bare legal minimum. And our current average is 6.92%. So if you're paying more in taxes than 6.92%, that's what we do. Well, it sounds like a noble pursuit to me and certainly close <laughs> enough to my heart as, a, as an entrepreneur. I, I got to know, how did you get started? What's the, what's the backstory? How did you find yourself in this line of work? Oh, you are, I love this story. So great question. So I actually started off in astrophysics of all things. Um, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah, not a tax goddess, not even close, completely separate industry. Very long story short, I was at the breakfast table with my mother and she is my goddess, right? And she was open in the mail and she pushed back from the table, kind of jolted back. And normally she's a very stoic kind of woman, pushed back, jolted back from the table, threw the mail down on the table. This is unacceptable. This is absolutely insane. She'd gotten a letter from the IRS and they wanted more money. And, you know, when, when you're a goddess as a daughter of a mother, right? When your goddess is upset, what do you do? You try to help. So very long story short, ended up completely changing what I do. Uh, found out that taxes is very much a game of chess. So still problem solving with numbers. So very close to astrophysics from that standpoint. And ended up going down the path of becoming a tax goddess. So uh, taxes specialty, accounting and finance under major, master's degree in taxation, then certified tax coach, certified tax strategist. So specialty, 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 specialty. And uh, now I get to do what I absolutely love. And yes, my mother is also part of the 6.92% club. So... (laughs) Well, and it's my understanding that you're getting to do this all over the planet. You have cracked the code, apparently, yes. on expanding your team digitally. Can can you speak to that a little bit? Absolutely. Well, I don't know how long of a story you want, but yeah, the very long story short is uh, we are now at 89 people in 20 different countries around the globe, um, all specializing in U.S. tax strategy. So I should be clear about that. We definitely focus on the U.S tax system. Uh, But yeah, you know, going digital was one of the best things we ever did. Started going digital about eight years ago now. So long before the, you know, the big push COVID and everything else. Uh, It's definitely been a journey, you know, trying to manage cultures from 20 different countries, uh, holiday schedules, uh, management, you know, all all of these things. Uh, It's definitely something new and not something a lot of CPAs even look at, to be honest. So now that you've been at this a while, <laughs> what what are you finding the most rewarding? What's the most fun about it for you? Ah, uh, you know, absolutely my favorite bit. I get to feel like a superhero. Basically every day when we deliver a tax plan, right? When we finally get to deliver the results to a client. 
Um, I have helped a single mother pay $50,000 for her son's cancer surgery, which was huge for me. Um, it almost makes me tear up just thinking about mm. it, you know, um, getting, getting to help families that way. Um, I've been able to help uh, a couple, you know, husband and wife uh, put their kids through college when they thought they would have zero money from that standpoint. Um, been able to help turn around businesses, you know, cash flow reviews. And of course, when you're not paying 37 or 50 or 63% tax, which is the highest tax rate in the country right now in California, when you're not paying 63 and you're only paying six, uh, what can you do with that kind of money, right? I've helped people meet their dreams. I helped one guy buy a $1.8 million yacht. That's what he wanted since he was five. So I'm basically a dream weaver from that standpoint. Point. And it makes me really, really, really happy that I get to get people what they want. So so you strike me as someone who may very well keep count. Do you have any idea <laughs> how, how much Wait, Really? Money? I do? Really? <laughs> Did, yeah. Um, our, last, our last count was about two months ago. We're a little over $740 million in savings for our clients. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So... Yes, very happy with what we get to do for people. So. so what do you think is the differentiator? And maybe it's more than one that sort of sets you apart from, from other people in your domain. Absolutely. Yeah, I, two, two primary things, okay? Uh, the first one is I don't think a lot of people realize that there's a big difference between a, a regular tax CPA, you know, somebody that you gather your paperwork and you bring them their documents and, you know, they prepare a tax return for you based on what you did and a tax strategist. So I, I am both. I am a CPA. We do prepare taxes, but my specialty obviously is strategy. So what the way that we look at the world, we look at what you can do before the end of the year, right? Because once the year's over, whatever you've done is what you've done according to the eyes of the IRS, right? So we look at things before the year is over. What kind of changes can you make uh, what what are your goals? What changes are going to work within your goals, right? Because, for example, some people have kids. Putting their kids through college is really important. Some people don't. Some people have charities. Some people building their business uh, to go global is important. You know, it's a very, very, very specific focusing on what strategies are going to work for you and your goals particularly. So it's a big mindset shift for a lot of people because they don't even know that somebody like me exists. There's only 607 certified tax coaches, CTC, in the entire U.S. Hmm. We're the people, that's like the first rank of people that are specialized in tax strategy. There's, you know, according to Google, 660,000 CPAs. So I'm never shocked when somebody says, yeah, I didn't even know that you existed. <laughs> right? There's, there's not that many. So. <laughs> And then the second, oh, I'm so sorry. The, the second piece, besides the passion and being able to go towards people's goals, the second piece, to be honest with you, is I have a personality. Um, I'm a crazy redhead. If you can't see me, if it, this is audio, you know, I am an absolute crazy redhead and uh, love, 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 very passion, right? This is for a lot of people. Taxes is something they do. And for me, this is, this is my life. This is my love, baby. So I'll, I'll look at this. <laughs> So I know part of the answer to this next question is going to be mom goddess, who you mentioned earlier in the conversation. Yes, <laughs> but, I, but I always like to ask, and I really am curious in, in your situation, have you had the benefit of, of one or more mentors that sort of helped you navigate this terrain of either running the business or expanding globally or any other aspect of this? 
Absolutely. I'm a firm believer that you get a lot further if you listen to people smarter than you, right? And I'm very (laughs) blessed to be surrounded by many of those people. So uh, I had a very good friend that I met in my master's program, and he opened his firm, his CPA firm, 10 years before me. So I was very lucky to be able to kind of dodge some potholes uh, with his advice. Um, One of my favorite business coaches, absolutely, of all time. Uh, The one phrase that he said to me that absolutely I now use in in everything, in every piece of my life, is hope is not a strategy. And that just makes such a difference because when you, every time you say, well, I hope it's going to work out, I hope this plan's going to go. Yeah, hope's not a strategy. So how are you going to fix it, right? That's that's huge for me. And uh, yeah, of course, of course, my mom, you know, actually very long story short, she was a CPA when she was in her 20s. So I am definitely following along the uh, family footsteps there. So. so how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a firm like yours? How do you get the, get the new clients? <laughs> you know, the easy bit is, right? For, <laughs> Such a good question. Because when you look at sales, right, there's really three components to getting a sale. Trust, credibility, and interest, okay? So interest, who is not interested in reducing their tax to 6%? Pretty much no one, right? (laughs) So that, that one's really easy from that standpoint. And then you have trust and credibility. So credibility, you know, I've been lucky enough. I've been featured in Forbes, in Entrepreneur, I've podcasts, television. I mean, I've written a book and I'm working on book number two, you know, so I'm definitely known in my field. I'm known for what I do. So there's your credibility end. And so trust, I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is kind of the hardest piece because when we meet, mm-hmm. when we speak with somebody and we tell them, listen, we know that right now you're paying 150000 in tax, we can reduce that by one hundred and thirty. Right, you're going to only pay twenty thousand, whatever that number is. To be honest with you, people think we're not telling the truth, right? So it, it, that's the third piece, and and really that's where referrals of referrals of referrals come in. Because if I save you down to six point nine two percent, you're not going to tell your friend that they can also get from sixty three to six. Like, of course you are. So a lot of our stuff is word of mouth from that standpoint. Okay, you got to tell me about this book. Let's let's start with the title, but I want to hear more about the structure of it and 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 the and actually what it was like to sit down and commit your ideas to paper and, and the the experience of authoring oh. a book. Oh, you were so sweet. All right. Well, um so one book is in progress, so working title, I suppose. And um, the other book is done done. So, the first book I wrote was 2014, The Tax Goddess Guide to Starting a Small Business. Um, of course, for a lot of our clients, they I'm ex-KPMG, right? So, which is one of the four remaining big accounting firms. We used to work on Coca-Cola and Pfizer, like huge type companies because of my mother, right? I've always kind of had more of a penchant for the little guy, right? I really like helping out the little guy. So businesses that are making 50 million and less, right? So for a lot of little tiny business owners, when they very first start, they have no idea. I mean, I remember when I very first started. I didn't know how to run a fax machine. I had no idea how to get the paper in the fax machine. It was, you know, <laughs> little tiny things cause big problems. So especially when you have to start dealing with taxes and accounting and finance, if that's not your field, it can be very, very scary. So that's the first book. And then now we have the second book coming out, which is called The 6% Life. And uh, that one, it's, I'm, 
about five chapters in out of eight. So I'm hoping it'll come out early next year. And uh, that one is very specifically now looking at tax strategy for people that are paying more than $100,000 a year in taxes. So you've got your small business. Now you're successful. You're paying out through the nose. Now what? Now what can you do to reduce your tax burden? So in either case, did you find that some parts of the book came together pretty quickly and easily and others you struggled with a little bit and had to really think it through and approach it from different angles? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> good or bad, the crazy redhead likes to talk. So <laughs> it, was, it was very easy for me to, to get everything down. But you bring up a very good point. It was easy for me to get it down. There were definitely sections where I thought it was clear, but when a good friend or you know mentor or somebody read it, they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about. So there were definitely pieces that needed to be tweaked and loved on and kind of massaged to make it, because this is a big thing for me, making things human English, not tax code, right? Mm. So um, yeah, that, that definitely took a little bit of love because unfortunately I've got so much tax code swimming around in this redhead <laughs> head of mine. Uh, that sometimes it comes out as tax code and not English. So. Well, I'm sure they'll both be wildly successful, but even if they weren't, I, I wonder if just going through that process of finding a way to articulate uh, principles and beliefs and experience, I, I, I bet it's had some impact on, on maybe crystallizing your own thinking and preparing you to communicate to lay people like me in a way that we can really hear it. Did you find it, that it really helped you in your practice? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because especially with what we do, people are terrified. They're terrified of the IRS. They don't want to make a mistake. You know, they want to make sure that everything is right, you know, crossing the T's, dot the I's. And by getting it down on paper and by discussing it over and over and over, right? Hmm. When you become a teacher, you learn how to say things in a way that somebody else understands what it is that you're saying. So absolutely, it helps solidify and clarify. And, and it gave me a lot of really um, good examples. Let's phrase it this way. So for example, crossing T's and dotting I's. Everybody knows what that means. So when you're saying that in the context of using tax strategy and complex tax rules, most people understand crossing your T's and dotting your I's means doing everything legal, but you're still taking the full letter of the law, right? So yeah, those those kinds of things, those kind of analogies uh, really popped out. So, so I want to swing back to uh, to your days with, well, I'm old enough to remember the big eight. I think maybe it oh, was yeah. the, now it's the big four or whatever. Now it's the big four, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yep. Uh, but uh, th making that transition, I, I mean, that had to be at least a little bit uh, daunting, right? I mean, th that was what was making that shift to... Now you're, you know, you're hanging out your shingle, you're doing your own thing. What was that like? Um, <laughs> you know, I'm smiling. It does come back to being a redhead. I have real problems with authority. <laughs> so, um, you know, working in the big firm was great. Don't get me wrong. KPMG was definitely an experience. Learned a ton, you know, learned some of the big politics, you know, that kind of thing. But I'm a very direct person to person. I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, I, I don't really do politics. I don't play games. I don't, I don't do any of that stuff. And so um, what ended up happening, the education was great, but what ended up happening, I call it the Goldilocks effect, right? I went with the big bear firm to learn, learned some amazing things, went down to a medium-sized firm, learned an entirely different set of amazing things, you know, entity mm. structuring and trust formations, went down to a small firm, you know, kind of big, medium, small, went down to a small firm, 
really learned the human face-to-face personal relationship type aspect of what we do in tax, because again, it can be very scary. Um, And then when I went out on my own, you know, for me, it was the perfect world because the authority was me saying, no, you can't go home right now. I know it's 10 o'clock, but guess what? You got stuff to do. Get on it. You know, (laughs) so um, yeah, it, it worked out really, really well for me. So I'm trying to envision you running out of gas, getting a little bit low on energy. The, it, yeah. <laughs> I got to yeah. believe that it happened. I can't see it right it now. It does happen. It does happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rarely, but it does happen. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. When it does, where do you go? And, and I don't necessarily mean a place, but like, yeah. uh, how do you recharge and, and get ready to jump back in there and, and, and serve? What does the trick for you? Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm going to say three pieces to it. Uh, the first one is I have three dogs and I absolutely love my dogs. So I go outside, I play fetch, I rub tummies, I do some training, like whatever it is, you know, for me, that gives me away time. So my brain gets a break and I get to love on fluffy fuzzies, which is really hard. Um, you know, two German shepherds and a boxer pug of all things. And uh, so that's that's really nice. I love gardening. So I like being out, you know, hands in the soil, planting tomatoes, whatever it is that helps me a ton, just kind of, again, kind of get reconnected with myself versus, you know, I talk to people a lot, right? So I'm a little bit more of an internalist, I guess, from that standpoint. And Mm -hmm. uh, the third one is when we really, really, really do a good job for somebody, like really, 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 um, I do those, those cases come up in my mind and I go, yeah, you know, Shauna, you got, you got to put in those extra two hours. You have to, because this is really important for this person or that family or whatever it is. I'm very much tied to helping people from that standpoint. Well, I, I suspect you find, I know I do personally, that it's important to build in that space, that, that the time Absolutely. to do that. And, and I feel like when we don't, we're not, we're not serving ourselves and we're not serving our clients as well as we could. We got, we got to, we got to build that in. And I would like, but before we wrap, if we could, I'd love to leave our listeners with a couple of, uh, I'll call them pro tips, a couple of actionable <laughs> items, things to be thinking about, reading, doing, not doing, just some things that they can begin to act on. And gang, look, the, 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 the best pro tip is reach out and have a conversation with Shauna, the tax goddess. But Aww. between now and, and that step, uh, maybe there's some things that they can be uh, thinking about to kind of get going down this down this path. Absolutely. Um, you know, two, two big things come to mind, right? Uh, education is key. Absolutely. And you named it, right? What can you read? What can you watch? What can you do? In the tax world, learning about as many strategies as you can, and then figuring out what you think might work for you. Okay. So for example, do you really want to move to Puerto Rico? Uh, do you really want to have a trust that owns all your stuff, right? There, there's there's not only tax benefits to some of these things, but there's also human psychology, right? If all of your family is in Texas and you moved to Puerto Rico, are you going to be happy? You know, so uh, learning about the different strategies, which um, to be honest, books these days go out of out of knowledge so quickly. To be very honest with you, YouTube is amazing hmm. from that standpoint because you're <laughs> always getting the newest strategy, the newest thing. However, don't just jump on something because you just heard about it, right? Make sure you're working with a professional, with somebody who knows what they're doing, who can warn you about the the pitfalls, right? The potholes in whatever argument that somebody is producing on YouTube. 
Um, so definitely learning and reading and watching those kinds of things. Podcasts are amazing for things like that. Same thing. And number two, uh, I think the, the next best thing is to actually put aside, I'm a big fan of cash. Cash is king. Hmm. So with a lot of tax strategies, you need to have cash to actually be able to move money, right? So I'm moving money from this pocket to this pocket. They're both still my pockets. I still own them, right? Uh, but you need to be able to move money. And so often what happens is, you know, we get telephone calls at the end of the year saying, okay, I want to do a strategy. What can I do? Well, you got two things working against you, right? One is time, right? The more time you have to implement strategies, the better. And the second one is cash. So if I tell you, yes, we can do that for you, this strategy you need $2,000 worth of cash for, this strategy you need $200,000 worth of cash for, if you don't have the cash, there are things we can still do, but right, cash is king. So I am a big fan. If, if your listeners have heard of something called Profit First, I am a huge fan of taking 30%, 30 30% of your gross income. So not, not after expenses, not after you've paid your bills, 30% of gross, every dollar that hits your bank account and putting that in a side account, that money is meant for you, in, in my opinion, to invest, to be able to do tax strategies, to move money around, to do whatever it is you need to do. And if you can build that habit, especially when you're young, 30% of gross is just normal now. It's just money that you don't even look at, that you don't even touch. It's just there specifically for investing or strategy or whatever else it is that you want to do. You can build that habit. That's that's how I see millionaires, billionaires made at this point. So. <laughs> I am so glad that I asked. We we ought to probably carve out just that question and answer and get that out there for <laughs> folks to for folks to hear. Quick side note, incidentally, although I still to this day cannot properly pronounce his last name. We interviewed the gentleman who wrote that book. And, uh, and, and we run our, our business uh, <laughs> accordingly here at the Business Radio X Network. So, we, uh, yeah, we're huge fans. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's a great model. And I do really enjoy, especially that you can tweak it for yourself, right? That it's very customizable yeah. to, again, what are your goals, your dreams? What is it that you're trying to reach? That fits in with my world really, really well. So I, I love it. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the best way for our listeners to connect with you and, and tap into your work? Oh, absolutely. The easiest place to find us is taxgoddess.com. Uh, that's our website. And you'll see me, Crazy Redhead, right on, right on the homepage, I think. Um, but yeah. Taxgoddess.com. We do have TikTok and Instagram and, and Facebook and all the other things, but the website's probably the easiest. You can reach out if, if you want to chat. Of course, you can book an appointment with my team and I, and we'd love to chat with you. So. Well, Shauna, it has been an absolute delight having you on the program today. Thank you for investing the time and the energy to share your insight and your perspective. Uh, this has been an informative, inspiring conversation. I, I, I love your enthusiasm. I love your passion <laughs> for the work. Keep up the good work. And, and, and yeah. again, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute joy. My pleasure. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Shauna the Tax Goddess, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you in the fast lane.